Hey guys, it's Steven. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a podcast rating wherever you're listening. Uh, that's one of the best ways to help us grow. Also, please find us on Instagram at FantasyPantsPod and share it with your friends. Thank you so much. For uh, thanks, story, thanks, storyteller Orin here. Now I have to go in and uh, make the recap music longer because <laughs> I have no idea how long that fucking dude's gonna talk. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. I thought that was a shorter one than some other ones I've done that like went quicker. So, darn it. I've been talking about this bottle for a little while. I finally brought that Sap House Mead. Oh, so yes. I have I have a little bit of a a little bit of a pet peeve when Uh-oh. everybody especially in like the fantasy realm. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not a historian. I don't know what medieval mead tasted like, but it's fermented honey. And these days it's really crazy, super sweet. So when people play and they're like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm big and tough. I'm going to have a mead. <laughs> Nordic mead. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, I'll have the, I'll have the hot cocoa, extra cocoa. <laughs> Give me that sweet tea. Yeah. I'm so, Thor, uh, Lord of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> like, More hot chocolate. <laughs> um, 
So now here it is. Um, happy birthday, David. Happy oh, birthday, David. I figured we could crack a nice sweet treat. I hope I can appreciate it. Um, well, you'll you'll drink cider. I'll drink this, cider. This is sweeter than cider. Apparently, all the listeners are going to know whether you enjoy it or hate it. They will find out. And I mean, we touched on before, actually, that I, I have no sense of smell. Uh, I attribute that a lot to my uh, hatred of the taste of, of pretty much any alcohol. So, I don't know. We'll see. It just tastes like pure bitter to me. This might be different. I don't know. I th- no, this is going to taste I like think, pure sugar. Yeah. I, I, I like I th- that. I think you're going to very much enjoy mead. If, does it taste like Rockstar Energy Drinks? Because I have a crippling, crippling addiction um, to Rockstar it's, Energy It's closer drinks. to Rockstar Energy yeah. Drinks than any alcohol you've ever drank. Fucking give me some of that shit. <laughs> give me that right now. That's a, that, is that mine? Because that's that, a lot. That sounds, Steven. That sounds great in the mic. so much. Dude, it's less than half a glass. Are we doing a, a waiting for you guys? Am I doing toast? You can do whatever you want to do, man. It's your I'll, fucking I'll birthday. I'll wait. I'll wait till you guys do it. Oh, my God. Oh, liquid gold. Man. Oh, my God. This looks delicious. Is that, is that ASMR? I don't this, know. I, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I'm sure some people are triggered by it. Oh, that, my that, God. That's going to trigger somebody. Dude, you gave yourself like the least amount. You brought that's this okay. meat and you gave yourself that's take, okay. take some got, of my meat. I've got a, uh, He's going an to have Eastern a... European Imperial Stout. Oh, yeah. I refuse to call right. it a Russian Imperial Stout anymore. That's right. But... <laughs> <laughs> Happy Cheers. birthday, David. Happy birthday. Thanks, you forgot. Steven's going to get most of my when I take one sip and hate it. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, that's so good. Really? No. What? No. Mead. No, it's it's what? it's diamond tap. It's do... cherry. It's 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 grape diamond tap. I'm sorry. Huh. I, I just feel like my my mouth is coated oh, no. in honey. Nope. No, it no, just no, tastes no. like a honey stick. It tastes oh, like no. honey. No. You know, like the little nope. 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 the yeah. little nope. straws. Nope. Uh-huh. Kind of like the pixie sticks, but filled <sighs> with honey. No, it's it tastes like medicine. It's medicine, I man. I'm just so I'm floored. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we had him with this. I apologize. I thought we had him with this. I appreciate the gesture. No, no, no. You don't have to apologize. No, I just I got to get him into more sours. I think that's. Okay, he did. Remember he downed that sour. sour. Yeah, I'll do a sour. That's his niche. And I got I got a bunch in the I got a bunch in my cupboard. Sours don't taste like medicine. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep rolling with this. Huh? We're 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 we'll we'll figure it out. We'll find one. We'll find one. I'll do a cider any day. I don't know how this is gonna go over, but. <laughs> Just blowing, blowing the smoke off your gun. <laughs> yeah. Off of my happy birthday pistol. Uh, well, with that, gentlemen, and with this taste of garbage in my mouth, I suppose we should just get right into it. Because let's be straight. The situation is, as Storytelling Horn might say, most dire. So here we go. Sound in there, yep, there she is. Help! Fire! We're gonna slow down time. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, slowing down time in the scene. (laughs) People are screaming around you, and you see them like as they're running around you, they're just moving slowly. We, the audience, are watching this as these three, four heroes are standing at the mouth of this tent. You are at the easternmost part of these three golden tents, nestled into the circular sunken plaza at the center of the Din Sing Night Market. Screams are filling the air, floating amidst the falling ash and rising smoke all around you. Across the plaza from where you stand, up the western hill into the market proper, you see that three tents have been transformed into a raging inferno. You remember the location. You passed by it earlier. One of the tents belongs to Madame Culp, filled with a variety of expensive silks. At this moment, their tent is around halfway covered by the rapidly spreading flame. 
You also see that one of the tents on the other side of this of this fucking fern inferno belongs to Zungun family seafood. And that tent has been completely overtaken huh. by the fire. That's the other sponsor. Yeah. Well, you guys, remember, you walked out of Madame Culp's earlier, and you walked right down, and that's where you heard Jean Franklin talking to them, so it's right by her tent. There's one small, like, trinket shop in between. It's fucking gone. Like, a long, narrow shop, and then it's just those two tents. So you see this, those three tents together is just, like, burning. That was the second sponsor, right? It was those two and the Pepper guys? They they offered you a, shit, a sponsorship if you looked into. They had a, 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 a basically, sort of a, a falling out with another group. <clears throat> they believed they were kind of out to get them. Another another tent belonging to uh, the Tianmos, Tianmo noodles, where you were eating. The Zungoons and the Tianmos have been rivals for some time now with this escalating uh, kind of war between them. And now their tent is burning. Burning. There's a flash of movement to your left. Jules, you look over to the side. Again, slow motion. Your eyes pan over and you see moving slowly. Eyes fixed, focused on the flame. All shame forgotten. Dance Macabre is bolting towards the danger. You hear a voice behind her calling out. It's Ramin. Gabriella! Way. He's reaching out to her, but she's not listening, just bolting ahead. You see Sid Squid, local adventurer and shop owner who designed the second game, is breaking out in, the, in front of the crowd. He's running towards the south, and he's shouting, Anyone who can carry, follow me! We have a water spout nearby, and buckets at the ready! Go! 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 Like waving people on. You see Trace and Pepper, along with a number of other strong folk, immediately are moving after him. Vyarun has turned his attention to the panicking crowd, attempted to control and, and console them. And Casimarun, the man you talked to earlier, simply staring at the flames, a, stup- a look of stupefied horror set on his face. Madame Colt behind you screams, No, my sweet baby! She's reaching out towards her tent. And then you hear another scream farther up the hill, coming from the burning tents. No words! Just this wild sound of uncontrollable pain and fear. Just... So, heroes, what do you do? I have a pretty good idea what I want to do. Okay. Sabiolan's going to turn to Jean. Um, Jean, go go help with the the fire brigade. Go get some water. I'm going to go investigate those screams. Very well. He's, he's fucking dead serious right now. His eyes are just, like, narrowed, locked. Um, he's, very well, good luck. And he just turns and bolts. Not another word. And Zebulon heads up towards the... Before you move, actually, uh, after you say that to Jean, a hand touches on your shoulder, and you just turn around and see Ramin Masul is there. He says, Zebulon, good luck. And he holds out this, like, statuette uh, of Atash towards you, some, some holy symbol. And it pulls through this light, and you feel it within you, and he casts Bless on you. Whoa. Whoa. I'm, uh, I'm not quite finished with you, um, Mazir Drakhan. And he turns around and runs towards the screams. All right. And I think he's kind of looks almost puzzled, and he actually starts following you, too. I think he has to be in a certain range for the spell, but he's not right on you, but he's trying to stay close as he can to keep the bless active. Oh, shit. I said that when I thought that you were going to say, <laughs> and I was going to run off. He's behind you. You're much faster than him because you got that double action. You got that bonus action dash. So you're staying well ahead of That's him. Right. You, you were to... not expecting to deal with that awkwardness. After no, that. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think while he's doing that, I think Jules is grabbing Chester. And we're Jules. running, we're running uh, 
behind Dance. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then I, th- I think as we're running to catch up to her, I'm going to turn to Chester and be like, Chester, what, 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 what were you hearing everybody arguing about before? What, what was going on? I don't know. It was nothing. This is crazy. This can't be this. I mean, they, they had some little mishaps, show pranks. Like what? Like. like what? I don't know. Maybe it was, we need details right now. There were, there were little fires, but the, the Tienmos, maybe they did this. I mean, that, that gnome we saw earlier, she was mad. But this is crazy, Jules. This is awesome. This could be murder. Could be a lot of things right now. Let's, let, let's keep going. Let's keep going. All right, so you guys are all moving up towards... She's actually heading head towards the streams as well, so you guys all okay. kind of move together. You go up like a set of stairs, up the side of the hill, and you spin around a corner. Woo, the fire hits you, the heat blasting your faces. You see that dance has stopped in front of this tent, and she's just, her narrowed eyes, taking it all in, just searching, searching for something. Screams continue to ring out from the open maw of the tent's burning entrance through thick black smoke that fills all the space within. There's a wall of flames sealing off the opened way before you. To move forward here is going to hurt. And now I want to touch on something for you guys right here, right now. Something that I think is incredibly important we touch on. For the first time in this story, maybe in your guys' lives, as characters, there's no gain from this. And there's a lot to lose. You stand before death. Potential death. But there's a life in there. You can hear it. Someone is hurt. Someone's in trouble. You could lose everything. And as I said, there's nothing to gain. You see that Dance Macabre has made up her mind. And she's preparing to lunge forward through the fire. But what are you going to do? Zebulon pulls out his water skin and dumps it over the top of his head. Holy shit, okay. All right. To then prepare himself to run into the tent. Yeah. I, right. I, Jules isn't staying out there either. Okay. Right I, 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 I think Jules will try to save Chester and tell him to stay out here. Jules. Actually, I'll let you, I'll let you tell him. He's, he's looking at you. He's ready to go in, too. As Zebulon's fumbling with his water skin, he's pouring over his head. Jules, uh, it's, it's, it's all right. Um, I, I, I can do this. I'm, I'm a dragon, and, and this is kind of where I'm going to do uh, pretty well. Uh, I, I really appreciate everything, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go in there. You got two minutes. Okay, you're not out here in two minutes. I'm coming in there after you. Yep, thank you. Uh, 120 seconds. Um, that should be. I, I can do this. I can do this. He's psyching himself up. Okay, okay. I'm shitting my it. pants. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see, dance takes one last look over. Her eyes fall onto you, Jules. She nods back. And she dashes into the fire. Zebulon, you following? Yeah, I, I kind of wish that I could have gone first. But... I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration on Zebulon. Okay. Fuck yeah. All right. So that's a D6 to yeah, any D20 any roll. roll. And a D4 to any D20 roll that you roll as well. For, well obviously, it's going to be two attacks and saving throws. Um, for the for Bless. For the bless, okay. Yeah. Okay. Holy shit. Ready? Are you ready? I mean, let's say you guys go side by side. So I think like, you and Dance just both dash in. Yeah. All right, side by side, just I think not even looking at each other, just feeling each other's presence beside you. You run towards the open flame before you. And first things first, you're leaving through this wall of fire. And I need a dexterity saving throw. Okay. I'm definitely of those. Holy shit. Wow. Um, I'm going to use whatever I can use 
my bardic inspiration, and can I use bless after a roll? Yes. Okay. This is a saving throw. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. You get a d4 and your d6 if you Ho- want. Hold on. doesn't matter. A nat 1 is a failure always, no matter what. Right? You know what's actually crazy? I believe so. Dance also rolled a natural fucking 1. Get out of town. Shit. Two nat 1s. Here's what happens. The two of you go running towards this thing. You go to make a move, and then... You hear this sound as a wooden frame from above you comes crashing down pretty much on top of you. And I'm going to roll damage on both you and Dance Macabre. Zebulon. Oh my god. Zebulon, that's six bludgeoning damage to both you and Dance. Shit. And four fire damage. Have to do because you are a brass dragon. So I only take eight damage, which is still more than half of my hit points. This is... This is crazy. So let me... Here's what I want to see happen here. Okay? Roll me a d6. All that matters is even odds. So you don't want a d4? I don't care. D4 works too. Odd. Even. Okay. What you see when this thing falls is it falls just in a place where you see Dance screams out, as she gets smashed by this thing uh, and goes rolling inside the tent. But this thing falls right in front of you. You get blasted backwards out of the tent, rolling dirty on the ground. And this entrance you were going to use has been sealed off. You're in pain. There could be another way in, but you need to look. And do you want to go back in there? But now Dance is in there and she's hurt. Um, yeah. Zeb's gonna pull out his swords and cut an entrance into the tent. Roll me perception. So, so he just came, he just got blown out of he the tent. He got blown out of the tent. Zeb, wait, wait. I'm gonna come over and cast cure wounds. Oh shit! Oh clutch! Oh shit! Fucking clutch! Uh, so what is what is? Uh, I'm gonna roll that perception. D8 plus spell casting ability modifier, which for him uh, is going to be your uh, charisma uh, bonus. So yeah, okay. So your cure wounds is one D8 plus three. Nice. Do you want to roll it? Oh, nice. Max. Max damage. Holy Max. shit. So fucking clutch. Um, so is that you, you reached down and healed Zebulon. Zebulon, you were like in horrible pain and getting ready, probably on shaky legs, to go back in there just focused on this, on being a hero. And you feel a hand at your back. You feel, ooh, life pumped into you. You still have that bless active. Ramin is there behind you now. And he's just like staring into the fire like, no, Gabriella. You can't see dance anymore. The smoke has obscured everything. You just heard that pain scream and that's it. Silence. Roll me a perception check, Zebulon, if you're going back in. You want to cut away in? Give me that check. Yeah. Fucking nat 20 on the perception check. That is. Zebulon, you're scanning the side of the tent that's closest to you, um, and you actually do see there's a small slit already made in the tent where fire hasn't quite reached yet over. It's just like one, one last sort of corner untouched by the fire so far. It's weird. This slit looks like it's been cut. And with that nat 20, I'll give you something Ooh. else, too. There's something huh. on the ground just in front of it. Um, and it looks familiar to you because it's the sort of leftover peelings of a persimmon. Jesus Christ. Um, so if you can go in that way and save her. If you'll allow me, Zebulon's going to run at the canvas of the tent and leap and cut his way in yeah. or, or just jump through and as he's running and jumping, Jules, over here, there's a persimmon peel? <laughs> yeah, just said that. Core? I think it's what do persimmons have? I think it's literally persimmon peel in the books. There's We're a persimmon leftover. <laughs> there's physical evidence. 
that, 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 I'm that, a perfect human. That, that works, Deb. I know what you're talking about now. I get it. I, I think I get he's it. He's like standing there outside of the tent. Oh, God. I mean, is there a stem? What is oh, uh, this, this needs to be some artwork of Zeb pointing at the Priscilla oh, Peel. All right. I'm making death saving rolls for people. <laughs> oh, my Christ. No, no, don't worry. Not yet. You jump forward. I mean, you're slashing, so you're making this hole bigger. It's small right now, actually. It's a very small hole. Like, you could fit through it, but like Jules couldn't. So you I wasn't sure of the thing. mechanics, but but yeah, we're it, saying, just, it just seemed like a cool no, image. No, fuck it. Yeah, you're doing this. You're cutting at it. It's weak enough here. You can slice right through it, and you're opening a wider way out. That could be huge. There you go. As you cut it, smoke, boom, billows out in front of you. You're lost in the thick black of it. You realize going forward, it's going to be hard to deal with the smoke. It's heavy and thick. There's going to be complications. We can't figure out a way around them. But you're moving into, into the tent. Yeah. Zebulon steps forward. Roll me perception check. You see nothing as you move in. Just blackness. That's a three, three perception. All right. So you're pushing forward, but you don't know. You don't hear anything. Hello. Is somebody in? I'm here to help! Can you can you follow the sound of my voice? You're calling out real constitution saving throw. <sighs> As the smoke enters your lungs. Shit. I'm gonna add my D6 to that. And add D4 to saving throw. You get it automatically. Oh. Oh. It happens every saving throw. Get out, for real? No every saving throw. Right. Yep. Ramiz set you up. I can't see it. Till oh, the that's spell a four. Ends. Okay, so five plus four, that's nine. I really think I need to use my bardic inspiration here. That's another four, so that's 13. It was a DC 10. Oh, oh yeah, Good Sweet. thing you used that. You Whoa. passed. Yeah. You, you feel the smoke enter you, and you manage to pull out of it. You're okay for now. And because you called out, you do hear, Zebulon, Zebulon, here, to me, to me. It's dance somewhere ahead. You push deeper into the smog, and you see that she is suddenly resolving herself before you in the, in the, in the darkness. She, she's leaning over a body. It's Kusa Zangun, the, the kobold mother you met earlier. She's still alive, still awake even, but she's clawing into the ground, and she's reaching a shaking, trembling hand out towards the back of the tent to a different, separated section covered by its own uh, large oh drapery. Oh, God. So, so I know that we're not exactly in combat. Yeah. Um, but if you'll allow me, yeah, can I use my cunning action to move into that other part of the tent? Hmm. An extra, an extra dash. We're we're going kind of in free free form here, so it's right. like it's yeah, it's kind of like either way. So you're just gonna start moving because you yep. do hear her say. She goes, "Gammon, Gammon, my Gammon," and you remember the child. The child who fought over those green onions before. The child that's been with her throughout the day. What is and what is Dance's situation like? Do, can I can I tell if Dance can get up or Dance, not? Dance. She looks really bad. Like her leg. I think you see that her leg looks like it's, it's been like ripped up. No, she's okay. She's she's her, her skirts like ripped up where, where her leg is, and she's like it's bleeding heavily and burned. Uh, the flesh like warped, but she's like standing on it carefully. She actually picks up Kusa Sangoon. It's like impressive and starts lifting her up on her back and she just looks in the direction you came from and her eyes look back to you. Dance, she can I, barely I see. I cut an opening, Dance. Can you get out? Can you get out? I'll go after the child. She takes a moment, hesitates for a moment, then just nods, says, be careful, and just 
starts to move yeah, into Zep, the smoke in the direction doesn't even acknowledge, just goes. At this point, I have to put this out there. This is going to be a content warning. There is a child in peril. In a we are tent. rolling dice. If this could get very uncomfortable, if this is something that you're not okay with, you know, I, I, you know, I understand. Skip to the end. I Fair will warning, not Jeremy go can all put out. In a I will not. Yeah, yeah, and I will not like go in full description. I will not get gross. But this is happening. It could go many ways. All right then, Zebulon, you push to the back of the tent. Pull me dexterity saving throw. So, 13. 13. Okay. That actually is going to pass this one. A burning... 14, I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine, too. Actually, it was, it was DC 12 for this one. So, uh, basically, a part of, like, the curtain from above you kind of, like, falls, burning, and whoo, collapses before you, and you manage to, like, pull short of it as it whoo, hits the ground, bursting into sparks. And you weave around it and move back into the tent. You push through the curtain. Boom, more smoke hits you as you enter this room. Are you staying? Like, I imagine you're probably keeping your mouth closed, probably holding your breath now. Yeah, as best as you can. Okay, all right. Unless you do anything, I'm not going to make you roll those those con saves. Uh, well, can can I do a, like a perception check? Yes, roll perception. Okay. I feel like, I feel like as the fire continues to burn, I think those deck save DCs are going to keep going up. Yeah, you're probably right. But with with a pretty high modifier and my bless, that's pretty slick. Yep. Okay, so that's a 18 uh, minus 1, so 17 perception. 17 perception, okay. Uh, actually, I need to roll again disadvantage because <sighs> it's, it's, you can't see anything. Okay. And this is going to be sight-based. Oh, and I get, do I get my bless for... Uh, yes. Or that's just no. on... No, bless would not happen on a check. Okay. Only well, saving throw then that's attack. that's not gonna really do it. That's a three on the die, so that's a two. Um, you can't so, see. You so can't he's gonna see. have to, he's gonna have to call out. Okay. Hello. Uh, is anyone back here? I'm trying to save you. Con save. I'm rolling one. I'm rolling a check of my own. Whoop! That's out of the box. Okay. Uh, let me roll my. Oh, that's an eighteen. Nice. Um, okay. Plus one, so 19. Again, the smoke rushes into your lungs. We're able to hold out against it. You don't cough. You <coughs> manage to pull it out, basically. <laughs> Who's back but it's here? Not, but it's not in you. It's not poisoning you. It's not hurting you yet. Can you come to the sound of my voice? <laughs> do you wait? I mean, for like for like an instant, I wait. Yeah, I mean. You hear nothing. Okay, then he's going to go. As soon as he doesn't hear a response. You go deeper in? Yeah. Okay, you push forward into the blackness. You can't see anything as you move. You didn't roll high perception before. Now, keep rolling it. Another perception check. Different room, different check, I think. Okay, I want to roll something too. What'd you get? Uh, That's a 12. 12, 12 okay. First thing first, dexterity saving throw. A burning line from a rope snaps and whips towards you. You see something coming out of the smoke through the fire. The light of this rope just launching towards your face. Uh, 10, let me roll my bless. 11. Three points of fire damage halved to one, actually. Nice, yeah. No, yeah, one. Okay. So you manage to like, pull your head out of the side, it rips across your cheek, leaving a little burning mark on your face. That 12. I think with that 12, you're moving. You're moving through the smoke. 
and you come across a figure lying just at your feet. Figure of a child. Unconscious. Alright, so wh- whether or not he still has both um, swords drawn, he's gonna either sheathe one or draw one and grab the, try, try to grab the child with one arm and run to the nearest canvas wall to slash it open. Okay, alright. Um, again, you can't see, so you're just pushing in like a random direction to the direction. Yeah. Okay, so you just start pushing forward again. You have the child on your back. Disadvantage on perception or on on, uh, on dexterity saving throws while the child is on your back. I'm making you roll one now. Oh, that's a nat twenty. Don't do it again, Steven. Okay, didn't do it again. That's a that's good. That's a nine. Let me get my d4 out here. Get your d4. This is big. That's a two. So. 11. For a 12. Fuck. Crack! You hear another bit of the frame above start to snap and break, uh, almost like a big piece, almost like a, a pendulum. A big piece of wood just swings down at you. Now, you rolled really high, so here's what's going to happen. You roll high enough that you are able to instinctively turn and brace yourself forward, so the child is kind of on your back, not okay. taking the damage here. That's good. But you take all of it. Four points of bludgeoning, one point of fire. Not too bad, not too bad. So uh, you get hit by this thing. Uh, you almost get like knocked backwards a bit, but you're holding on to this child. I'm rolling another check. There's some really big beams holding up this tent. Yeah, there are. This is, hey, it's a big, it's actually a pretty big tent. It's got a whole kitchen in the back and everything. Um, they're like full on framed. Uh, so you just like keep moving, keep moving. You move, you move, you move. You touch canvas. And you go to, to cut? Slash it, yeah. Okay. Okay. You cut into the canvas, and I'm going to have you make one final check. As the fire starts ripping across towards you, across, you actually find a spot where there's not fire, but, like, it's almost about to encompass you. You need to move fast. Dexterity saving throw to push yourself through that hole before you're consumed. Dex save straight up or disadvantage? Disadvantage. You do have Shit. a kid. All right, that's a nat 16. And a natural one. Oh my god. What in the hell? Fucking natural oh, shit. one. Natural one. Okay. I mean, like, I'm at the canvas. You're at the canvas. No, you're at the canvas. So here's what's going to look like. You're going to make me a choice, Zebulon. You're going to make a choice for me right now. You realize in that instant, as the fire's closing in on you, you go to move. And I think you realize there's a, a line from a fallen rope caught on your leg. You're about to, like, try to move, and you're almost tripping. And you can decide to drop the child and roll out of the wall. Or do you throw the child out of the tent and let the fire consume your path? One of you gets to leave without taking damage. The other one is going to have a bad time. It's really not much of a choice. Very clearly. So Zebulon, Zebulon is going to throw the child. I said Zebulon is going to drop the child. He's no. going to throw the child deeper. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You take this child's form. You don't know if he's alive or dead. And you throw it out into the clear night outside. And the fire woof, encompasses the wall before you. You're almost thrown backward by the force of it. Uh, just maybe more like you're flinching back, taking a step. You're facing the inferno in front of you. You have to believe that every escape possible is covered. And you're inside here. You can move through, but it's likely going to hurt. That's okay. He's going to jump right through. Okay. You brace yourself. Sprinter position, I imagine, and just run. Yep. Run and leap. Okay. 
one last deck saving throw. I'm gonna make this a pretty high DC because you're going through pure fire. I don't have disadvantage this time, though. Nope, right? not this time, no, no. It's a 16 on the die. Let me roll my bless. That's a two, so add five, 20 something, anyway. Okay. You watching the flame before you, and you see this instant. Again, time slows down before our hero, where the fire seems to part its natural sort of tendrils just kind of open up for this brief, brief instant. And Zebulon launches right then through the flame, through the smoke, out into the night, rolling, snatching up the child at the end of your roll, and you're out of the inferno. Chester, you son of a bitch. You better have recorded that. <laughs> so good. You're on, you're, you were on the verge of death. It's so good. You were on the verge of death. I know, but Zebulon has different and priorities. <laughs> Holy shit. I want you to make a medicine check. I'm not great at those. You're at the back of the tent now. Everything must. You guys were all in the front before. All right, that's a 13. I've got a minus three to medicine. Let me roll my blast for the check. That's a two, so we're up to 12. 12, okay. Um, with a 12, you. It's not great, but you look down at the child and you can't tell. Unconscious, unmoving, limp. Help! It's, it's Somebody cold. help! You put your side of your head towards their chest as you're calling out. You wait. And you wait. The child is alive. Somebody help! He's alive, but he's hurt! Uh, Ramin actually turns the corner like, No, no! And he just comes running over, slides down on, on, his, on, his, on his, the bottom of his tunic. He just kind of grabs the child. He's, he's really you know, fussing over him, uh, trying to check for wounds and Dance! Such. Is Dance out? Uh, I think Dance, I think he goes, I'm like, Get help! Please! And uh, I think Dance sort of... You're, you're limps, the help! ...wimps around the corner, just like, He made it. She smiles and, like, looks up into the sky. Oh, thank goodness. Looks like her eyes. He made it. Um, she turns around. Jules, you, you're you seeing all this. You just, you hear them calling. You know Zebulon came out the back. You and Chester are, are, are I imagine, running around. Yeah, and I think once we get her on back, I think Jules is kind of in shock. And he kind of walks up to, walks up to Zebulon and uh, kind of looks at him right in the eyes and stands in silence for a moment and then just goes in for a big embrace. And I think for at least the first second, Zebulon stands with his arms down. He's exhausted. But then he returns the embrace. Your your spell, uh, Jules. You saved us both. Don't you fucking scare me like that again. Do you have anything? Can you, can you help him? After a long rest, I can. <laughs> Um, and then by Jewel's side, you see Chester. You see he's holding up something in front of his eyes, something crystalline in nature. And he says, stop. And he holds it down and says, Zebulon, I got it. Chester, you finally made yourself useful. <laughs> <laughs> 
Zebulon gives Chester a hug too. It's oh, a well, right. it's a it's a group hug. Oh, okay. It's a group yeah. hug now. Yeah. All right. Zebulon pulls him into the group hug. <laughs> He's just trying to find it. Ah, oh, don't. Yeah. All right, little don't, guy. Don't fight okay. it, Chester. Yeah. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. You see, uh, Ramin's just watching on. Like he's still he's he's got the child sort of sort of uh, a gammon sort of. Uh, you know, at least as, as well as he can be. He sees he's stabilized. He breathes a sigh of relief and kind of falls back on, on, his, on his his butt, almost like lies sitting into the grass. <sighs> we probably should have figured out the child was stabilized before we did a group hug, huh? No, I mean, you, you kind of, you saw he was, you saw his, his heart was being his. The writing was on the wall? Yeah, it was on the wall. It was on the I wall. mean, in, in, in Jules' eyes, yeah, he comes around the corner and you got three people standing around the child and yeah. nobody's going nuts. All right, that's fine. I'll take it. I, I'll think, take I it. think he kind of assumes that the child is okay. Good. Dance. I said she was like staring up at the sky, like breathing in relief, and she just collapses uh, down, like sitting as well. Uh, her leg looks bad, and she's just like, like stretching it out and just closing her eyes and just, just sitting. Julie, go rub her leg. <laughs> I think around this, you hear like people like more shouts are getting closer. You see Jean Franklin is leading up this this group of uh, of people with these buckets, and they're all like moving in. There's like a chain of people, and they've got these big like heavy buckets of water, and they start just like spouting on certain spots. I think actually like there's a couple of these um of of like, these magical items. You see, Sid Squid's got one, and he just like praises himself and presses it, and almost starts spraying water out like a hose of this like little decanter, um just going over the flame like an extinguisher. And there's a few more people that roll up with those like locals. Um, like half orcs and dragonborns, big and bold, almost like a fire brigade of, of of the market, just like sliding in, spraying down the the tents wherever they can. And let me tell you, what was happening behind the scenes there? I was rolling death saves ever since you reached Kusa. I was rolling them for Gimon. He was he was. Mm. I had two fails, and I was rolling. I, even when I rolled successes, I was still rolling them until he was out of the smoke. Wow. Jeez. And I rolled three successes in a row. Holy moly. And you got him out of there. Wow. Very lucky. It was really close. Jeez. You got him out. I mean, if you hadn't thrown him and you hadn't gotten out that round, every time you took an action, it was a new save, new potential threat. But you made it. And I think we leave off with that for tonight. Oh, you mean in-game? In-game. I was going to say, I was like, that was a really fast app. No, no, no. We'll summarize. <laughs> I want to summarize what you guys... I want to summarize what you guys do uh, over the rest of the night. I mean, is there anything else in particular you wanted to touch on, or are you okay moving on to the next day? Um, you see I, th- I, I think we just crash really hard. Yeah, I think there's definitely a period of rest. Yeah. Licking our wounds. In fact, I got to put this out there. Jules, you've been up, awake, for like 24 hours now. Yeah. You didn't sleep a lot. You guys woke up That's to go right. and do the, do, right. the do the, the heist. At the Elder yeah. Coyote, you didn't sleep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The last time you slept was at at, at, uh, at Zena's before the heist. That was over 24 hours ago. So Jules is like red-rimmed eyes, exhausted. So so I imagine there's some sort of authority here to to investigate the fire, but I don't know if there's something that Zebulon can roll to kind of help to get a clue um, about what happened. I will say one of the best things you got was that was that perception roll, pick up those persimmons. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, I mean, unless you want to go in the tent again, it's not much you can do until, until the fire, fire is gone. Tent? Exactly. Yeah. Until, okay. until it's put out, there's not a lot of investigating that can be done. Okay, so I'm I'm going to pick up the peel okay. and, and and go to dance and say, you, you know anybody that sells these? And she just, um, she's looking at it. I think she almost looks kind of far off. Her eyes are 
exhausted as well. She looks about as tired as you. Yes, actually, I saw them earlier. There was uh, a florist. They sold the pop flower. They also sold these. That son of a bitch. What the hell? I think they grow in similar areas. But I believe they're the only one I know of in the market. Why? Somebody's got some explaining to do. You think this? Well, we found this. We found this right outside the tent. By, uh, there was a, a slice. Somebody had cut the tent and left this outside. She just kind of nods, taking that in. And then kind of just like almost chuckles and smiles. What does it matter telling me? I am not Rhea. I'm lost. I can do nothing. So you don't care? The of course I care. The title doesn't mean shit. It's who you are and what you do. You Fuck can, the title. You can go back home and lick your wounds, but we're going to try to figure this out. She actually looks taken aback by all this, and then again, just kind of ashamed. Kind of looks away from you. You're important. These worlds need you too. I'll do it again. But I am not working with you. We are not allies. I mean, we just provided you with like a whole bunch of evidence. So... I feel like by definition, we're kind of working together. Because <laughs> you would have literally nothing to go off if it wasn't for the information that we just provided you. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you're ungrateful or just anything. Stares, just kind of staring blankly towards you. <laughs> I appreciate. You helped me inside. You saved the child. You, and she like almost grits her teeth. You are the staff of luminaries. I would not take that from you, but I am not one who works with others easily. I am forced with this one. She got gestures towards Ramin, who's like, I think, I guess, sort of helping, you know, console. I think she's using guidance cantrip on people who are trying to do the fire. He's just running to people, people, and just like, you know, casting this like little light spell on them. They kind of glow for a second, do something, and then it fades. He's going to person to person, exhausted, but doing what he can to support them. Look, as long as you're fighting for good, as long as you're fighting for justice, then we're on the same side, whether you want to be or not. That, that's just facts. Yeah, exactly. It, it feels really good to hear you say that. I mean, you could say it again if you wanted to, but um, <laughs> if you're not going to cooperate with us, then you'd be better off going home. What exactly do you want from me? Cooperation. Do I look like an investigator? I'm no. a fighter. I just... Beat people up. Don't give up on yourself. That's all I want. The second you give up on yourself, you've given up on everybody else. She just kind of starts to turn away again. Look, there's nothing to do tonight. I'll speak with you tomorrow. Yeah, Forget we all it. need some rest. Forget it, Jules. We can do this ourselves. I, I, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words on that. Just Jules, just frustrated. Chester kind of like steps up and kind of like puts a hand on your back and come on, big guy. You got to rest. Both of you. I got to fucking sleep. It's time to look into this tomorrow, but right now they're still working. But you're right. Something's fucked. I'm not done yet. I think we need to go and speak to Vi. She's the one who sold the flowers. And according to Dan, the persimmon. I think I'm going to need a cappuccino before that. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so so I'm guessing that like pretty much the whole market is has got to be out and is observing this, right? I mean, there's a lot of people out, but I think like right now tensions at an all-time high. Like, it's going to be hard finding any singular person in like the crowds of people around. Like you're you have to go through and literally look through the entire you can roll a perception check. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, I'll do be, I like, tomorrow still, do it's I still be have Ramin's bless? Um no, because he need to follow you the whole time you're looking. This is more you just like wandering around for a while, so you lose the bless now. Hmm. Plus, he's concentrating on other shit now, so he wouldn't be like giving it to you anymore. All right, that's uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Um, yeah. You mean you 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 take a moment to search around. You do not find Phi this evening, but I mean, suspicious. You know, she might be here tomorrow. All right. Well, that's apparently all I can do. All right. And I imagine you just like there's like tents set up for travelers, especially for you guys. Uh, you guys move over, and I think like some some people lead you away. Um, eventually, Kusa Sangun kind of regains consciousness. She was basically she she passed out the moment she got out, and she like, I mean, she's thanking you guys profusely. Once you have the brief moments of, of consciousness she has, and you're pulled away from all of this, and brought to some small tents in the outskirts of the of the. Uh, marketplace where you lie down some sleeping pads fall asleep yeah i think if it's possible zeb would prefer to cowboy camp okay not, yeah you drag your inside of a tent you grab your pad and you slide it outside and you lie outside kind of guarding the door slowly you wake zebulon to the sound of some go shooting down on you i think you're sweating um, it's very hot. Do dragonborns or half dragons sweat? Do dragons sweat? You have scales. I don't know how that works. Do lizards sweat? Well, I mean, I think, I mean, I guess it depends. It's really up to you. It's your world. I know the lizards are cold blooded. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I can't, I can suspend disbelief in a lot of ways going into these games, right? I just can't imagine a world, any world in which Steven doesn't sweat. Fair. Impossible. Well, <laughs> there is also separation between the character and the player. No, wrong. <laughs> I don't know about that. I know about that. This character trait, <laughs> this character trait can't just be separated. It's so part. It's so crucial to who you are, Stephen. I definitely think that Zebulon <laughs> can sweat, but I don't think it's because Stephen's a sweaty boy. So Zebulon, covered in sweat, sweaty, <laughs> sweat like crazy. His his what his pad is damp. It's been uh, like two episodes since you've ripped in. Real it's a deep. puddle of water all around him. You're actually floating at this point on this little little pond. <laughs> Always comes back <laughs> around. I went to Always. the low ground. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you did, you, you did open the door. How? I don't know. <laughs> By being a fool. You did. By sweating. <laughs> open the floodgates. Zebulon, yeah. you wake up. It's hot. Soaked hot sun's baking you you probably don't feel too well you're a brass dragon you slowly kind of move up you can hear the 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 sounds of the market not not you know a little bit farther down the hill i think you're a little up on this rise where this tent's sitting looking down at like once you like 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 the day before when you came into this town you look down the hill at this market sprawling below you and that's where you are now somewhere close to the road, somewhere close to the top of that hill. And while everything is more subdued today, you can see that the burnt like remnants of the tent are kind of left alone. People are moving around them. The market has continued to thrive the way it does. They're resetting up. 
quieter, but they are preparing for another day. You realize almost instantly that you're not alone. Just beside you, sitting and staring down, is Dance Macabre. I want you to roll something for me now. Uh, It's a little belated. But I want a, one of you can roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Sounds like a jewels roll to me. It might be. Let me just double check. I think I got a plus five. I think. You're a bard, so you're probably, this is probably your jam. Yeah, yeah, I've got a plus five. All right, with advantage. 22. Uh, So what do you say when when you see her? I said, oh, shit. Um, her eyes just kind of flicker over to you. You're awake. Wake the others. One to wait. Let you have your rest. Then we'll talk. Yeah, I think I think I heard somebody uh, stirring. Um, is there... I mean, there's got to be coffee here. What? <laughs> you know, the beans. You roast them. You grind them. You steep hop water. Pour it over them. I- I don't have any. It's a market. It's not open. Go ask them. I can't help you. Go wake the others. <laughs> it's just a tent. Can I roll perception to see if Zebulon can smell coffee? <laughs> Go ahead. That's outside the box. It was a 19, though, but rules is rules. Okay. That's only an 11. No, you don't smell coffee way up on this hill. Damn. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? I mean, it's real crazy out here in some Sunco. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gonna go down and. Are you just gonna leave? No. Oh, oh. Gonna go wake the others. Oh, they're going down to find coffee. I was like, stay no. away. <laughs> down, <laughs> down, I mean, back to wherever we woke up. I mean, from. that's you, the, that's the, the new quest. It's, you, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's our quest to new find game, coffee. New game, different game now. You're just, <laughs> just looking for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you like, go, you go into the tent. I think you're like just outside of it. You basically pulled uh, your your mat outside the tent door, and she's just sitting outside this tent with you. You, you don't know where she and Ramin went. Um, probably you assume their own tent, but she's the only one here now. Yes, yeah, so you go in to wake Jules. Yeah. Jules. Jules, are you awake? <sighs> God, my head hurts. <sighs> What's up? What's up? I think, uh, I think it's time to wake up and figure this out. Just five more minutes. Five more minutes. <laughs> the tent flaps open, and Dance walks in and just kicks you in the ribs. Jules, Ow! <laughs> wake up! Fuck! The fuck are you doing? Outside now! Uh, God, I have waited long enough, and she just like turns and leaves. Fine. Chest is just kind of. Oh, what the hell? Did someone just kick you? Um, he's still, I mean, his, his red hair is just this big, fluffy mess as he's trying to, like, well, you know, wake up. I think Jean Franklin is fast asleep um, in his corner. He fussed for so long over the, the inferior lodgings they provided you. This bed is, uh, will not fit at all. Uh, he took forever to fall asleep, and now he's just, like, snoring away. I'm going to look over to Dan and say, you're going to kick me that hard? you got to buy me breakfast first. <laughs> she just, like, glares turns around, like whips around and opens a tent flap and steps outside. Alright, Chester and I get up. I'm gonna go outside. Alright, and I think the three of you, I'll say Jean Franklin just like still passed out uh, at this moment. The three of you step out in the light and the heat of the day. And 
Dance is just kind of staring away from you down towards the market. Uh, she's got this very stubborn expression on her face. Uh, from what you can see of her face, still covered in the skull mask. Wearing the same uniform as before, though, like with the, the sort of burned away parts of the, the lower hem of the skirt. Her leg looks better, probably healed at some point this morning. There might be like one shallow scar remaining up the side of it, um, but nothing that looks painful anymore. And she just says, not even looking at you, um, though you somehow know it's directed towards you, Jules, the way her body stiffens almost exactly opposite your direction. My brother told me once that he'll take great love and respect for those who beat him in the ring. That winning a fight while joyous does nothing to strengthen your body and soul. Only a loss can show you those limits. I was being petty last night, and I apologize. I... I respect you, Jules the Roach. You are my rival now. I will help you in this matter, but you not understand. Only now I will help. Next time we meet, when we are both luminaries, I will crush you into pulp. So, hey. you better watch your ass, because I will be. And watching his ass? Her eyes, <laughs> her, her eyes just widen. This expression of dawning horror. I, uh, say, 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 not, say that again. I, no. Say I, that again. I, do you want my help or not? <laughs> <laughs> Her eyes, yeah. like, goes from horror to outright outrage and fury, just staring you down, like, am I going to help you now, or am I going to crush you now? And she cries, she cracks her knuckles, like, Aren't you, you keep fighting for what you're fighting for, and you give yourself more credit, that's all I want. Look, you mentioned an investigation, you think this was arson last night. It seems pretty targeted to me. I have heard rumors. The Tienmos, they are enemies of the Zangoons. Was it them then? I don't know. I can tell you this. The Mai Tenyo, Tienmo, has been arrested by well, the general populace, being held accountable for now until proven innocent. They are not taking any firm action against her, but they are keeping her locked up in a tent for now. They cannot hold her forever. But likely she, she will never sell in this market again. At the very least, she will be exiled. You think they'll let us talk to her? You saved Kemon Zangun. I think they will let you do anything you want, Jules. I should tell you, I was not your first visitor today. When I came, there was a man here. Kasemarun. He had a message for you when you awoke. He said to come to the Spicy Brothers tent as soon as you feel able. As a matter of your sponsorship to discuss, as well as your sign-on bonus. Well, kind, of, kind of seems a little weird to be talking about the. It's okay. I mean, the world keeps turning. He seemed eager. He was hoping to speak to you as soon as able. Uh, but before we go dance, I, I have a question. Um, aren't most of those wrestling matches, uh, you know, like pre-planned, anyways? I will break you. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you lose, like, wasn't it predetermined by, like, the event organizer or... She looks. She just looks at you almost like for permission. I mean, wrestling is fake, isn't it? I, 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 roll I an opposed... Right, no, roll opposed athletics check. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but see how fake this shit is. 
<laughs> of course you picked athletics. Actually, you can do acrobatics, too, because uh, oh, I'm trying perfect. to grapple oh. you. All right. Um, if we're doing acrobatics, that's a 21. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, she goes in, and it's a good grapple, too. She, like, suddenly just almost lightning fast just darts towards you, her arms and wrapping around you. Uh, I think, her, like, one of her legs, like, crosses around one of yours, and she's, like, has in this, like, pincer hold is trying to drop you down but you're able to like almost just just move your body just slightly in a way to uh to wrench yourself free and slide out from under her and she goes falling down tumbling uh rolls backwards and just looks up almost astonished that you whoop, just like whoop, whoop, whoop. just just kidding just kidding <sighs> so you do what you have to see too right i'm going to find your mean and i'll find you down there i will go and speak to you my tenno i'll meet you there you're going to find Armin? You don't know where where he no, is? Lama, uh, uh, Ram, oh, yeah. Ramin? He is waiting for me at the tent. He was up late. I let him sleep. Why was he up so late? To help with the fire? Why didn't we help with the fire? Because you were dead, tired? That you didn't need it? You, I mean, you could have. I asked if you want to do anything else that night, and you said you were to go to sleep. Yeah, we, we, we went and crashed. I feel like I was being pressured to go to sleep. You could have just said I, I wanted I, to go I talk stayed, to the lady who had the I stuck with the fire until until you know, until it's out. I mean, it was it was when you went to sleep, it was pretty much under control. You saw them handling the buckets. You saw it was all being taken care of. I mean, it was giving people guidance to like help them with their stuff. They were spraying it down with like some special magical um, um, like artificery equipment that was like basically creating a little mini hose. Um, yeah, I, I it didn't, seemed pretty well handled. I, I I didn't I didn't catch anything sinister from from that. Well, I just it's don't a, trust. Just, I just, just don't trust it. Ramin. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't trust anybody. So but when us, Ramin's to be up late, like I kind of want to know why Zebulon wasn't up late. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, did you want to have stayed up late? You can, you can put it in there. No, I think we're already past it. All right, all right. I just felt like my only option was to go to sleep. All right, you do. I, I mean, I mean, you could have gone off. I just said Jules needed to. Go I to wanted sleep. to go talk to the lady with the persimmons. So you rolled a bad perception. So you, so you could have gone. I needed to go to sleep. Finding a random person, a single random person in this massive crowd of people after a panic and a fire was not going to be a simple, you just do it task. But I could have gone to her tent. She has a tent now. But she's not there at tent then. Now they're setting up tents. Now is the day to investigate, gentlemen. Okay. Not after the fire. Not when you're half dead. You fools. Right, but I need to go you're see. I, I, what's his, is his last name Maroon? Arun. Arun. Oh, so Kasim Arun. Yes, Kasim Arun. Kasim Arun. Okay. And his brothers Vi Arun. They're like these two, two very similar looking brothers, very okay. similar in age. Um, yeah. I think I need to go and we need to stop at his place, or at least Jules does, on the way out to whatever. Um. So if if Jules is gonna go do that, Zeb's gonna go check on the kid. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. You guys move down to the market and you split up. Chester's hanging out with you, Jules. Um. So you you just kind of go. Anything else you want to do before that? I'll say I'll say dance basically just says what she says. You guys have that brief exchange of what Ramin was doing. She just turns and she leaves, just rushing. She's very fast, just running, you know, towards, towards some other tent far uh, far off on the hill. Um, no, I don't think anything else. I think it's just gonna go. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to make sure that you were leaving Jean Franklin fast asleep. <laughs> taking him with you today. <laughs> so Sean Franklin is just left snoring alone. I, for, I forgot that he was asleep, but I think he's fine. Awesome. I think he gets sleep. The entire party just fucks off. Yeah. I forgot he was asleep, but I think that's okay. It's I fantastic. love it. I love it. Zabian, so, I want to touch on you later. I'm going to start off with Jules here. 
Jules, you move down into the marketplace. Let me crank this up just a little bit. Because now you're in there. Now you're in the business. It's a little louder. People around you are rebuilding. Like I said, just a somber, heavy air. A tension that wasn't here before. I mean, like, rumors, people whispering. Did you hear about my tenure? Tenure. Trying to burn this and go tent down. No, they would never. That's, that's insanity. Here, here in the market. And people are just going crazy. Like, this is big shit. Attempted murder? Question mark? Here? The didn't sing night market? You move through. You, 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 I think you passed Spicy Brothers yesterday, so you know where the tent is. And the tents are being taken down and moved, but it hasn't been moved yet. It's still very early in the day. And you move up towards it. And actually, as you're as you're about to get in there, like the town opens up, like almost he's been waiting for you. You see, Casmaroon like peeks ahead, out, like, oh, hey, 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 Jules, yes, and uh, uh, Charles, it's Chester. Uh, sorry, Char uh, Chester, come. Uh, he looks around. Where's 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 Ebulon? And John? They uh, should be here too. They're taking they're taking care of some other business right now. What what business? What? Mind your business. Right, sorry. Just, you know, sponsor, client, relationship, or, or talent. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm uh -huh. new to this business. Please, uh, step inside. All right. Come on, Chester. Right, so you guys move up into the tent. So it's basically, it's, yep. right now it's very sparse. There's like, you know, baskets of peppers all around. Uh, but they're still being almost like, put away for storage. He's like, oh, don't mind the mess. Uh, all, all we got to do is just, here, I got a few things for you to sign. And that's really it. And uh, from there on, I'll give you your first sign-on bonus. Um, basically, we just need you to, to advertise for us. You are Rhea now, so I can make this a reality. And I'm so excited. So excited, Jewel, to work with you. I mean, oh my gosh, you were incredible yesterday. So incredible. You left to... Uh... Forgive me if I don't share your enthusiasm right now. I understand. It was tragic what happened last night. But hey, no one was hurt. No one was hurt. Even the caterpillars. Uh, well, a few. But I mean, Madam Cope will be fine, right? And and the kid, you were amazing. You guys saved Kusa Sangoon and Yan Gamon. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna be singing your praises in this market for years. For uh, on behalf of everyone, I say. Thank you so much. And now it's time for you to to rest on your laurels. You've done it. And he kind of reaches down. And he pulls out this Wait. bag. Yes. Now you need to thank Zebulon for that. I would if he was here. I wish he came. I would have loved to talk to Zebulon as well. All right, well, here just a little uh, some paragraphs here in this uh, in this uh, document, just detailing what you could do to uh, help to push the brand on your adventures and become luminaries, which I am so sure you're going to do. Uh, and one little closure here. See, see here's a, I got a down payment for you. Uh, this is gonna be two hundred gold. Uh, hundred split between the two of you seems fair, right? Sure. All right, first payment. Hey, a lot more to come, but you know, gotta work to get the rest, right? But hey, I think it's more than fair. Uh, I was gonna be 50, but you know what? You've done so much for me, and you could take this gold. There's one little stipulation, one little thing. Uh, that's why I would like Zebulon to be here. Well, you got me. All right, well. That's what you get. Perhaps you can spread this along then. Sign here, you become luminaries. Follow the contract. You get the money, you get the fame. I will make sure my brother and I were expanding. We're bringing it, we're raking it in soon, and you are going to have a big piece of that pie, right? There's one little stipulation right here at the bottom. You need to leave Subsunko today, and we'll call it there.
birthday to you. Yeah, of course we're recording. Happy <laughs> birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, dear David. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. It's not a. It's not coffee, is there? Wow, that was a. <laughs> that shattered glass. I think <laughs> there is still coffee. Though. I blow it out. We I'll can do. A, we can do both. At the make same a time. wish. I'll make a wish.